Welcome to the Chrisman Commentary Daily Mortgage News Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Chrisman. Thanks for listening this Wednesday, October 13th, 2021. Topics on today's episode include phishing scams, an interview I did with my dad on what to look forward to at MBA Annual, and the latest inflation chatter. I'd like to thank this week's podcast sponsor, Candor. Have you heard of Candor yet? As you'll hear shortly, they're gaining groundswell for their dynamic, adaptive, and automated underwriting engine. Those heading to the conference in San Diego should pack stylish yet sensible shoes, given the amount of walking. Speaking of attire, I'm currently brainstorming Halloween costume ideas after receiving an invitation to a party. And I'm thinking of going as a Southwest Airlines flight so I don't have to show up. But um, Yesterday afternoon, Myrtle the cat showed up, and I could see that Myrtle was nervous. Impatient, wouldn't look me in the eye, and her ear was twitching. As soon as I opened my email, I understood the reason. Another attempt from her, addressed to the CFO of Chrisman LLC, we don't have a CFO, supposedly from me, name misspelled, saying, we have the opportunity to pick up a $30 million a year branch, but it must be kept absolutely quiet. This is not to be discussed with any other senior management. Please wire the $1 million signing bonus to dot dot dot. And remember, don't discuss this with anybody else. Dot, dot, dot. The whole thing smelled like rotten salmon. But more clever swindlers are out there, and borrowers, lenders, and title companies lose big bucks. Your borrower losing hundreds of thousands or a company losing millions is no laughing matter. So it may be a good idea to sign up with an anti-phishing company to train your employees on cybersecurity safety. For today's interview, I wanted to welcome back to the show my dad, Rob Chrisman, to talk about the upcoming MBA annual conference in San Diego. Your name on Zoom is Connection Unstable Reconnecting, rather than Rob Chrisman. <laughs> what percentage of Zoom meetings over the last 18 months have you been able to log into without hitch? Because apparently my Zoom room does not work for you. Uh Every one of them. I usually, I just click on a link and it uh, pops up. So there's no password or anything. But here I am. And where are you in real life? Is this being? It depends on the quality of your answers. I'm in Reno, Nevada. I was going to ask if you still threw away your hotel room keys or shredded them, thinking that the hackers would have your credit card information if they found it in the trash, and and thus they would take our our family doubloons. No, I try to uh, do my best to give them back to the hotel, but although I'm in Reno, Nevada right now, I am heading to San Diego Saturday morning for the conference. Wow, what a fantastic segue. What's the chatter you're hearing from people as we head into the conference? What are people talking about? Well, they're talking about me sleeping on your floor on an air mattress. I live in Reno, Nevada. We got a lot of listeners from the IRS that like to tune into the Christmas commentary. So, what are, what are people talking about out there? They are talking about a lot of different things. They they will uh, probably not be talking about me staying on your friend Claire's air mattress on her floor. <laughs> they are talking about the registrations, which are up considerably this time. The con- Registrations are up over 3,000, which the MBA is very happy about. The Empower event on Saturday 
has over 400 attendees. I'll be going to that when I can, although I'm doing some consulting aside from that. The general feeling heading into the conference is it'll just be nice to see everybody and see them in person and be able to go up and down the hallways and to the meeting rooms and to the social events and so forth and actually see people three-dimensionally and shake their head and so forth rather than do a Zoom call that is scheduled and tends to be somewhat rigid. So I think in general, people are excited to be going back to a conference. Although many people have been back to conferences already, this will be a large conference. It's very spread out. So people should wear comfortable, comfortable yet stylish shoes to the event and be prepared to roam around uh, and give yourselves plenty of time to make the different meetings uh, because the venues are spread out. In terms of the actual content, I think there's a huge variety of content that's being offered by the MBA and the various speakers and breakout sessions and so forth. But I think most of the activity will happen in the hallways and at the social events. As I said earlier, just people seeing one another and chatting about the industry and what all we can expect for 2022. I have to say, personally, I'm most looking forward to Pitbull performing on the uh, USS Midway. Mr. Worldwide comes to the 619 area code. So that'll be great. But in terms of the sessions, things like that, things that are on people's lips, yeah, people are looking forward to 2022. But even here recently, we've seen rates have gone up. We've had a couple back-to-back terrible jobs reports. There's still talk of inflation. What are people worried about? What, what's, what's the chatter surrounding that? Well, I, I've seen Pitbull, uh, and he does put on a great show. So I'm looking forward to that as well. I've also seen a concert on an aircraft carrier, on that aircraft carrier, And uh, that was very good as well. So I'm looking forward to that. In general, the environment is is still pretty good. Rates have gone up, but they're not catastrophic. The products that are out there are what the focus is. How can borrowers be helped by us as residential lenders? And rates are going to do what rates are going to do. But what is my capital markets team going to do about programs? What are they going to do about finding investors for maybe some of the more esoteric products? What's going on with non-QM? Non-QM has only accounted for you know, maybe 5% of the overall business. Is it going to creep up in 2022? Or are government programs and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac programs going to continue to dominate? So those are the kind of the questions that attendees are, are thinking about and what they want to hear about. And there is a lot of noise about what's going on with the compliance and regulatory sector. You know, will the change of guard of the CFPB and or Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, the FHFA, have an impact on lenders? What should lenders be doing now, if anything, with regard to fair lending, which is expected to be a target? Uh, or a, I should say a focus of the new CFPB chief. And so lenders are particularly interested in making sure they're doing the right things and treating their customers well and helping customer service in terms of 
handling consumer complaints if there are any servicers are especially interested in you know how best to handle those things and to to make sure that their customers are being taken care of so that's what i think a lot of attendees are focused on if you were hypothetically running a mortgage company and you only had a limited number of resources how much of those would you devote towards laissez le bon temps rouler and just kind of like times are good let's go versus a rainy day is coming eventually. We got we to gotta have some foresight into the future. I'm not a big fan of trying to base my business model on predictions about what's going to happen, especially in terms of the financial markets and interest rates. It's good to be prepared, though, in terms of compliance, in terms of fair lending, in terms of where the CFPB has focused its attention in recent months. And it's important for people to focus on the consumer and the, and the borrower. And I would say that the successful CEOs that I've talked to and spoken to and branch managers and so forth, they, they tend to know what's going on. They tend to keep their eyes on the horizon, but they're really involved in the nitty gritty detail with helping Mrs. Wong and Mrs. Nguyen and, and the you know the Sanchez family and Mr. and Mrs. Jones trying to help them with with programs and, and get them into homes. So they keep their eyes on the horizon. They don't necessarily roll the dice, but they do tend to focus on the nitty gritty and, and have attention to detail. And that's really what people are doing now, and they're doing it very well. One of the things recently that's come out that's going to help borrowers is the increase of the conforming loan limits. And we've already seen some companies make their own changes. Anything else coming down the pipe that you've heard? No. Loan Depot was the last big company to announce a conforming loan amount increase. I think it's a safe bet, but I think it's important for readers to remember that Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac don't officially change traditionally until right around Thanksgiving uh, when they have a full year's worth or nearly a full year's worth of data, whether that's appreciation or depreciation. Obviously, 2020 and into 2021, we saw a tremendous amount of appreciation. And that's what lenders and MI companies are banking on is that that will be reflected in the Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac numbers. So it's a little bit of an educated guess. I would think it's going to be pretty accurate because the FHFA publicizes the numbers that they use in determining the loan amounts. My question, though, is if we jump the gun or some investors and lenders jump the gun this year, why won't they move into doing it in July or August next year? You know, what point do you stop? So there are some ramifications to changing your loan amount and getting stuck with high balance loans. But I think the companies that have made their move are very cognizant of those and are making educated guesses in terms of what 2022 loan amounts will be. So they should be okay. Not to circle back and, and beat a dead horse here about Pitbull, especially since many people won't be attending that what do you think would happen if Myrtle and Pitbull met in person? Should we bring a big Myrtle sign to the concert for him to? What are you, what are you talking about, Robbie? Hipple? What's Hipple? If Pitbull met Myrtle 
What do you think that interaction would be like? I think they're both global creatures. I think they'd get along just fine. <laughs> I think she is. Uh, I think she would outshine him. But uh, appreciate you coming on and talking to me. Thank you. Anytime. All right, I got to run. All right, bye. To be or not to be? That is the question surrounding the transitory nature of inflation. We have seen some signs of inflation easing in sectors like shipping containers after supply issues drove rates higher earlier this year. Though the recent surge in energy prices has fueled volatility and intensified the debate on whether inflation pressures will actually be transitory. Today brings the release of the Fed Minutes, which will be parsed for any color on tapering and or inflation views. As many of you know, the Fed is targeting... 2% inflation. That is meant to be over a longer period of time, as inflation has been flaccid for the last couple of years before taking the troubling highs over the summer and into the fall. The Fed's intention to maintain an average of 2% means that the committee is happy with it running hot for a while, with the goal that it recedes back towards a lower level eventually. Inflation targeting is meant to be highly flexible, which means in practice that policy is discretionary and the 2% figure is more of a suggestion than a hard ceiling. Putting a bow on yesterday, Job openings decreased to 10.4 million in August per jolts from a revised 11.1 million in July. The backward-looking report showed that trade, transportation, and leisure and hospitality are the big leaders in job openings. Treasuries ended the day mixed after the day's $58 billion three-year note auction saw weak demand, but the $38 billion 10-year note reopening saw much stronger reception. MBA mortgage applications kicked off today's calendar. Another dip was expected due to rising mortgage rates. However, mortgage applications increased 0.2% from one week earlier for the week ending October 8th. We've also had that all-important inflation reading in the form of September CPI, which was up 0.4% and up 5.4% for the year. Excluding food and energy, it was up 0.2% as expected. Though, keep in mind the Fed's preferred inflation reading is the PCE index. The Bureau of Fiscal Service will release the September, or fiscal year-end, budget deficit in the afternoon before the minutes from the September 21st-22nd FOMC meeting are released. We begin the day with agency MBS prices roughly unchanged and the 10-year yielding 1.57% after closing yesterday at 1.58%. Let's wrap up with a joke and some housekeeping, or several jokes. It's either Arkansas or Kansas that is pronouncing their state correctly. It always seems like when you hear about someone's uncle, they are either the coolest dude ever or a convicted criminal. There's usually no in-between. Life on Earth is what happens when you don't store things in a cool, dry place away from light. We are cosmic mold. And finally, the real problem with the but why stage that children go through is that it is almost always a viable question. (laughs) Thanks again to Candor for sponsoring today's podcast. I look forward to hearing more great things. Want to know more? Go to candortechnology.com. Tell them Robbie Christman sent you. If you have any questions about the podcast or sponsoring opportunities, send me an email at Robbie at robchrisman.com. Visit robchrisman.com for more information on our industry partners, access to archived commentaries, and how to subscribe to the daily mortgage news and commentary. To listen to or download past episodes of this podcast, search Mortgage News on any platform you get your podcast from.